Scott Scott and Todd. February 18th, 2021. Blowing out all the little levels. All the levels. I don't even know how I said that. Blowing out all the levels here to start off the show on a Thursday evening here in slightly after mid February. Um, <laughs> that was a real like slow jams voice you got there. Yeah, there. I know. Welcome to the quiet storm. Just put on your pajamas and uh, grab the loved one. We're going to play some slow jams, a little R&B, a whole bunch of R. Kelly. So hope you have to Sexy. urinate. Here we go. Put on your pajamas. <laughs> Slip into, your, sexy. <laughs> slip into your teddy and uh, slip into your full length flannel put on your big, <laughs> your big poofy slippers and uh, put on your Ichabod Crane cap, nightcap, not Ichabod Crane. What's his name? The guy that threw the, went to the shutters and, or went through it open like a sash. Um, it's not Ichabod Crane. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Whatever. I don't the know Christmas if they say guy. it's from the Nightmare Before Christmas, but it just says Pawn Mike Mon something and Pawn is Cap. It's also from the Night Before Christmas, not the Nightmare Before. I mean, it's probably in the Nightmare Before Christmas too. Sure, you know what I meant. Originally, the short story slash poem slash whatever you want to call it, Night Before Christmas. Now, for those of you that are, I don't think keen, it's a short story. Whatever. For those of you that are keen audiophiles, very, you may very have picked short up story. Yeah, that's pretty short. Uh, you may have picked up. That both Todd and I have something in our mouths. <laughs> Episode title. Um, <laughs> so Todd, we'll start with you. What is in your separate, mouth? Separate, <laughs> separate things in our mouths. Yeah, we're, still, we're hundreds of miles away, so well over a thousand, as a matter of fact. But anyway, I have uh, sweet tarts, conversation hearts. So this is leftover, obviously. Hallowed ween can't. <laughs> I did it again. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, it's left Valentine's over Halloween. <laughs> it's the left over Valentine's before Halloween. That would be a nightmare. Yes, leftover from Halloween. Okay. I mean Valentine's Day. I gave. I bought two bigger bags and wrapped up some for my daughters for Halloween, and then okay. just been. We've all been snacking on it. I also got. Uh, these Sour Patch Kids conversation hearts. I thought I thought they were just Sour Patch Kids, but they are conversation hearts, and they're oh, sort of I like sweet that. tarts. But it's the like sour. if they took if they took the sweet out of sweet tarts. <clears throat> okay. And so they're a little little intense. So they have the they're same not... consi- the chalky consistency is what mm, you're saying. Yes, but they're um. Bruh? They're, Did that say very, bruh? <laughs> yeah, I think so. They say stupid shit. Yeah. LOL. Um, so that you can see the thickness of these. They're like yeah, flat. Pretty thin. Pretty thin. Man, I don't know. if only there was a visual medium in this podcast, you guys There's would go not with bananas. A, yeah. They're not super sweet. It says sour then sweet, but I only taste the sour part. And if you, uh, if you put several in your mouth at one time, which I want to do, and you breathe in quickly, you get the <laughs> the fucking choke of a sour powder. So they're likely to have a a uh, class action lawsuit on their hands. A dusty coating, mm-hmm. yes. The, the people that perish while eating them. So you got these for your daughters, or you got these for yourself? For my daughters, and they've had them. So were you one? Some, but... Were you one of those that were out on what this year was Monday the fifteenth? 
seeking the deals at your yeah. local grocer? No. You I always this on your want to do that and forget trip. about it. Yeah, yeah, no, I bought this before uh, Valentine's okay. Day. I keep wanting to say Halloween, you fucked me up. I know. I actually bought the, the the bag that I'm eating from, which we'll get to in a moment. I bought that on Valentine's Day. I went uh, pretty early on Sunday and just to get normal groceries, and I'm glad I did. I, I went to Target first, and it's a, a fucking F3 tornado had been through that place because there was nothing left yeah the holiday candy section gets uh ravaged pretty badly at well target, target yeah target just has the it's just all things holiday but yes they certainly had a row row and a half of chocolates and, and candies and things of that sort and it's like here's the thing that disappoints me have it look barren that's fine but there are literally dozens if not a hundred or more empty boxes like, have an employee every couple hours go through and just get rid of the empty boxes. Because I'm, like, looking in these boxes. Maybe what I'm looking for is not completely missing. Maybe there actually now, are some bags still left. Like, cardboard boxes or just boxes of, like, yeah. sweet no, pack, no, no. Sour Patch Kids? Uh... No, no, no. Like, the box of – the box in which 50 boxes of Sour Patch Kids would have been contained – which they just put on the shelf, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. But then when they get ransacked, it's like they leave the box. It's like <laughs> – Clean out occasionally, my God. Anyway, so Target was, there was a dearth of stuff there. It was, it was miserable. It had nothing I was looking for. So I went to Ravaged, Safeway. ransacked, and a dearth. And dearth. Write it down, people. So I went to Safeway, which is my local grocer, and their section was much Your smaller. Your local grocer. <laughs> like, it's not a fucking chain. Yeah, but it's local for me. Um, most people listening to this probably don't have a Safeway. I would assume it's possible. Anyway, mm. stop interrupting me. Most people that listen so, probably do have a safe way. That's possible. In the, um, the U.S. of A. Or one of the other brands of Safeway. Safeway's owned by, is it Kroger? No, it's King Supers is owned by Kroger. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is, Safeway had some stuff, had some selection, did not have any more of the Brock's conversation hearts that I tend to enjoy. So I could not get another bag, which is a shame. I've already been searching online, but they're very expensive, so... Uh, anyway, so I picked up the 1.8-pound bag of Brock's Tiny Conversation Hearts Heart to Heart. Not Scott approved, but they're they're doing the trick. They're allowing heart me to, to continue heart, like on. the 80s uh, series? Correct, yes. I don't remember what that was about. I don't think I ever watched it. Late 70s, early 80s. It featured uh, Robert... Uh, what was his last name? Can't remember the guy's last name. Was this anyway, a husband um, and wife team? Is that what Heart to Heart was? Husband and wife team. They were like solving crimes. Detectives? I, or sadly, I yeah, sadly I watched too much of this because it comes on after Murder She Wrote, which is <laughs> the channel that our TV Wait, is on Murder, at night. Wait, you watch Murder She Wrote now? It, it's, it comes on at 10, 11, and 12 on, and we leave our TV just in our bedroom on that channel. We never watch TV in the bedroom, um, but we leave it, it on at night. Like you always watch TV in the bedroom. Heart we don't actually watch though. It's wrote. just it's just on. So <laughs> we leave it on in the bedroom when we're going to sleep, and I put the sleep timer on because I've always just always fallen asleep with the TV on. Um, and so on either nights where I can't sleep or nights um, like weekend nights if we're up past one a.m., Heart to Heart comes on at one a.m. How does uh, Murder She Wrote hold up thirty plus years later? I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, Murder She Wrote. I may be mistaken, but I think I'm right. Came on CBS, right? Yes. And to this day, I consider I CBS not only because of 60 Minutes, but because of the shitty sitcoms they put out. 
like an old person's network. I yeah, really we do. talked about this. It's yeah, we have the sixty plus crowd, which is fine. Is what it is. It's, There's a lot it's of those funny to me that it's it's clearly targeted to that audience, but their shows are cast and sort of made to look like they're trying to reach a, <laughs> a younger demo demographic. that is like twenty five to thirty five. Yeah, like how I met your mother. I know that that show's probably done. The other one that we don't like with the nerds, space, yeah, space yeah, shit. Like those people yeah. are young ish. Um, but yeah, like our, my dad thinks that show's hilarious, and I'm like, why are you guys laughing? This show's fucking terrible. <laughs> um, See, that's interesting. I, I would, I've, I've never watched a single episode of either one of those shows, but I would think the references would be a little younger. They so are. I, think he I, I, they, I've watched it with our father. That's the only time I've ever seen it. And I was like, this show is right. awful. And he was yeah. like any television program. He was guffawing away at it. Yeah. But uh, uh, I was like, God, this show sucks. I mean, but anyway, the yeah. jokes are fine or whatever. It's just the, that, that old sitcom format. When you see it now, you're like, why right. is anyone the laugh watching track. this? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I truly think Arrested Development Office shows like that ruined the 90s sitcom, even though as we've been talking for three months now, you've been talking about rewatching Seinfeld. But I think Seinfeld's in a separate category because it's so such a standout. But yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Office, Arrested Development, like all the good shows of the past 20 years do not follow that format. They don't have laugh track. It's just yeah, the comedy I, Seinfeld's different just because the premises are premises. Right. Are different, and it's just such an out of the box. It's not. It's not. There are occasional jokes, but like Friends, right. those shows we're talking about now, are definitely yeah. like set up punchline, set up punchline, punch yeah. and it's a, a lot of waka waka sort of humor. That I oh, just waka seems, waka like that seems, <laughs> just waka waka dun, seems dun, really dun, dun, seems dun. really stale. Yeah, now yeah, it's like the fucking Muppet show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, know. bingo. I That's not what I was doing. I'm surprised. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, we got off track. So the point is, you asked if Murder, Shock. She Wrote holds up. Murder, She Wrote, back when we were actually watching it live on, I believe it came on Sunday nights, like in the late 80s. I remember, like I have memories of watching that with our parents. It seemed it seemed old to me then, not only because Angela Lansbury was an elderly woman, but just <laughs> like the font. when the show aired. Yeah, the font was seemed old. Like it took place in Maine. Everything was slow and AARP. Like it was, it was just always an old show to me. So, does it seem like it's even older now? No, it just seems like the same show. Like it, yeah, sure. There's yeah, there's no it, cell phones. There's so, payphones. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I get that. I yeah. don't really re- remember watching it a lot. But is it entertaining? That's what I'm saying. I don't have vivid memories of the show other than like. Something happens I mean, look. and she solves it. Like, is it? Yeah, I mean, does it, look, does and, it keep your interest? Is it? Is the pacing super slow? Is the story? Well, is, are the premises completely ridiculous? Like, if you watch any Law and Order show where they're trying to discuss, like, God, the fucking special victims unit when they try to do social media and they're like, Faceplay said this, and it caused her to get into a sex ring. The well, fucking fake names kill me. Thankfully, like, <laughs> that will not be found in Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I'm just saying, like, I, I get the tech is old, but, like, I don't yeah. know. Is is, is it Look, an entertaining again, hour if, of if television? You, if you were listening when I introduced this, I do not watch it 
it's literally on volume level one, just so there's a slight sound and the visual of the glowing TV. And then I lay my head down. Now I lay me down to sleep. Like I'm not watching it again. But some nights, sometimes you do. You are a little when uh, I can't sleep. sleep the closed captioning is on, and sure. sure, I'll follow along with the story for a couple in between a couple commercial breaks, and it's as good as I remember it. Like it's fine. There's a murder. You got to figure out who did it. Most times you think you know. Sometimes you're right. Most times it's someone else Ooh, a little sneak that you attack. weren't suspecting. And Ange lands. I mean, she was a, I don't know what the equivalent is of a knight in England, but I think she was that, a, a mistress? I don't know. What's it called in, in England? Dame. If you're a female. Angela Lansbury. Is she the team. Yes. I can't remember. Or, I don't know. She's somewhere in the UK. So Speaking of which, Damien Lillard she's, was robbed okay. this evening on the All-Star, All-Star starters. We can talk about that later. But anyway, so yeah, she does an excellent job. It's, again, it's small town solving of crimes. My only issue is the show ran for like five or six years. Like, how does she constantly keep getting embroiled into these crimes in Maine, like Sleepy Town, Maine, just because she's a a, a mystery novel writer? Like, she's always a in the wrong. In yeah, maybe someone should look into Angela Lansbury. <laughs> it always it follows her everywhere she goes. She's traveling to do book tours and stuff. Oh, what do you know? There's another murder. Of course there is, because Ange Lands is in town. I feel like so, that's a 90s stand-up bit. I've definitely heard that brought, it before. It could have been. It could have been. I was doing stand-up in the 90s. So if it is, if it was, someone stole it from my head. But anyway, mm. so yeah. It's a good show. It's worth watching. Check it out. By the way, if you're a younger listener or someone who just whose parents didn't flip it over to CBS when you were a kid, check out Murder, She Wrote. I'm sure you can find it online. Or on the Hallmark that's Movie That's what Canals, I was I asking. So if our listeners are like, oh, I remember that show. Is it still good? You've given me a solid maybe. Maybe. Not, put it this way, not in the same way that Golden Girls is rewatchable. Like, I'll watch Golden Girls tonight. I'll watch 10 in a row and I'll be howling. It is a fucking well-written show. <laughs> not in that same way, but... Yeah, you know, it was written by uh, Mitch Hurwitz, or at least partially. He was one of the writers, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I walked into my friend's house... Which, A, that would never happen, or that would not happen in today's environment for at least a few more months. But, B, I doubt this would be happening. But if, if my friend happened to have Murder, She Wrote on, I was like, hey, let's let's uh, let's watch some uh, MSW, I'd say. Fuck yeah. Let's get our game on with the with the Ange. Say, so we're Ange in Colorado. Ones. Let's uh, smoke a few joints and watch some Murder, She Wrote. Let's I know some you don't partake, and watch Scott, some crimes. this seems That's like right. the kind of thing that we should do. Sorry, I, I mean, I, I do it. Ran my microphone across my. You totally did, and then you just touched it again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let's do some more foley work here, Todd. Dear, that dear was thunder. <laughs> now we're back to the quiet storm. All right, everybody, quiet back to those storm. thick, thick PJs. Get on your thickest sweatsuit, a cap, a nightcap, and some thick slippers. Maybe some socks too. Not Can't too get cold. Good. How about some gloves? Put some. Speaking gloves of on. cold weather, we had a weird yeah. snow thing today event okay yes tell me about very it. weird so it was supposed to snow five to eight inches they said yesterday wow. but apparently when i watched the weather update this morning the mm-hmm. the air in the atmosphere the atmosphere was warmer yeah. okay. and so it came down as sort of a sleet but or i guess the sort of pellet stuff mm-hmm. but it still came down quite a bit so we had like four inches 
but it's like it has no it's just like little ice balls it has no sure. stickiness and no um packability sort of no yeah no volume to it i mean i guess you could pack it up but it's it's like sand it's very weird i've never experienced huh. uh accumulation is it that small you say yeah. sand, like are the are the tiny no, ice the, balls the that small? No, the crystals aren't that fine, but okay, it sort of sloughs off that way. Like you can, oh, I see what you're saying. You could almost sweep it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife was like, "Why don't you just blow it with this with the the leaf blower?" And I was like, "I don't think that's really gonna work," because I uh, I did use the snow blower to clear the driveway, but it's very right. odd. Like you, it doesn't pack down at all. Like I was uh, shoveling hmm. our steps, and it just kind of like. Went away. It, it's like sand. It's very. I don't know how else to describe it. It's very strange. I've never. Did you? <laughs> like I said, accumulation in that format before. This is a sincere question. If you pick some up in your hand, could you just blow it, and it would like go away? Uh, I don't. I mean, not quite that fine. Maybe okay. it's 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 bigger than that. So if you if you could imagine like almost nerd size. <laughs> crystals that's a good visual i'm with you yeah um but more spherical obviously yeah um it's about it seems like it's about that size so if you if you dropped like four inches of nerds on the ground and then we're kind of shoveling it away, like you couldn't really stick sounds I mean, delicious nerds, you probably could if you like wet it down right. they'd probably clump together but um and this might too if you wet it down but um yeah it's it's really strange and you say four inches of that that's a lot yeah probably uh, maybe not four, probably three, two, three. Okay. Uh, it's enough to like leave a footprint and still have some underneath. Right. Some enough for you to have to blow the driveway or not. Yeah. Snow blow the, the driveway. It's, it's interesting because uh, the snow blower fucking chucks that shit. Like it goes like yeah. 30 some feet across the yard. Well, yeah. the snow like doesn't quite go as far because it's a little heavier and drops faster. This just like... Mm-hmm. Right. flies out of the end of the snowblower, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But. Clear path. So had had the, the previous storm was all cleaned out until this one came through? There uh, still stuff on there? I mean, it, we still had some in the northern or the northern facing slopes. So I guess the southern slopes um, mm-hmm. still had some snow on it. We still had some snow like in our backyard, but most of it had melted out. And then this came through and interesting a, a fresh coat. Yeah, this storm was a beast, man. I, I, some of the people I work with in my occupation are based in Dallas, the Dallas area, and they've been either fully or partially out for pretty much all week. I think it kind of hit over the weekend, but I'm sure you've seen the video of the the driving conditions on one of the main interstates in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and they were like tractor trailers were just sliding into other cars cars were running into each other. It was very, very dangerous. And for Texas, period, but specifically mid or southern Texas, it's by far the biggest, you know, cataclysmic snow event they've had there in like a century. It's crazy. What are you doing? Um, I had a space heater on that blew my uh, power strip or something. Oh, Maybe the outlet. I'm not sure. Are you still recording? Yeah, my oh. my uh, computer is still on battery power, but the all the stuff that was connected to that thing. First of all, oh, the, I don't know how you pulled it off. Be... Do you normally have a space heater when you're recording? Because I've never heard it, which is good. Yeah, it's it's very cold in my 
It's fucking uh, freezing in here. It's like 54 degrees in this room. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. This, this, I don't know if it, like, completely trashed that or. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, the power strip Something did its that... job, I suppose. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, but now it's not working. I wonder if it blew the fuse. It must. Maybe it did. Possibly. You're gonna fix that. Yep. Here we go. So for those no, of you listening live, um, if you have any advice for Todd, listening live, <laughs> it's weird because the power strip is lighting up, so it should be working. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. So you're looking at the? Things? Are you looking at the computer and seeing that it's still on battery power? Is that what's happening? The computer's definitely on battery power. Oh, the monitor the, going. The thing it was plugged into does not seem to be working. This is riveting. But my radio. power strip seems to be on. Eh, whatever. I'll How about you futz with it tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Um, since we're doing home improvement chat, real quick here, and then we actually we actually do have one topic on the slate. But um, <clears throat> have you ever had water hammer in any of your pipes before? You ever heard of water no. hammer? Uh, oh. I don't think so. What? Explain it to me. So in our in our the, the master bath, the shower. Water hammer is a cool uh, metal band name. Yeah, it really is. Um, in the in the shower, if you turn the shower on and turn it on, basically full blast heat, which is not even still all that warm. Um, within why is it not that warm? Do you have your water heater set low? It's or set. Something? It's set pretty low. I know that's one Why? potential because solution. You're cheap motherfucker. I mean, I don't want to fucking heat it up to some super high temperature for no reason. Anyway, point is, uh, it, it, by the way, this only happens in that in that shower. Now, granted, that's the only we have three showers in this house. That's the only shower we use. But anyway, you turn it on within ten to forty-five seconds, you'll hear like this. Da, 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 that's literally what it sounds like, like a jackhammer. Yeah. And the water coming out is like starts shaking. Because literally what's happening is the pipes are shaking. Surging or whatever. Yeah. And so you have to lower, the, like turn it down a little and then slowly work it back up to the heat level that you want. It's happened. It happens to Jamie like every other time she takes a shower. It hasn't happened to me in a couple months because I just have learned to deal with not as warm showers. But um, but yeah, I, I read this thing and it's like turn the water off. And then run the water out of every faucet and every shower and flush every toilet and then turn it back on and do it from the bottom level up to the top. Because that's supposed to like reset the air pressure situation. I don't know. And yeah. that didn't do shit. So I don't know. I just didn't know if you had any ideas. There's like three or four other things that you could do. None of which I could do. They all require like taking shit apart, which again, because that is the primary shower the only one. I mean, the other two work fine, but that's the one that we use all the time. I don't want to, like, have the shower down for a number of days trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. Now, I could obviously also call a plumber, and that might be my next move, but that's why I brought it up, see if you had any ideas. And by the way, if anyone listening to this a couple days after this is recorded has any ideas, hit me up! Thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. So you don't have any ideas, is what you're saying? Uh, no, but it says you can... I'm looking it up. It says you can install an arrestor. Correct. Basically, it's or a water pressure reduction valve. And that's only if you have access to those pipes 
You with... do. I'm sure that you have access to them in your house. You just don't know where they are. I don't think that I do. I'm sure you do. Because it says, I'm I've, I'm sure I've read exactly whatever it is you're looking at. It says, in the closet. Yeah, Bob Vila. Bob Vila. I've read that one. And it says, in the closet behind where the pipes are or whatever, next to your shower, you'll you will sometimes find a panel. Nope. Do not have a panel there. Now, I could cut open the wall, I suppose, no, but no, I'd rather no. not do that. I'm sure there's an access point or where you're like, where's your water heater in the basement? It's in the basement. There's probably something down there that you can access it. Well, you let me know if you figure something out. Although I know this is as far as you're going to look at it. Which no, is I mean, I think you probably should call a plumber if you don't feel comfortable doing it yourself. But um, it says you should drain. Like, do you know? How, do you know where the main water valve is yeah. in your house? I I did that one. Turn it off. Drain you it. Turn it. Turn it off and drain yeah. it. Now, when you drained it, what did you do? I just turned everything on. I turned the shower on, the sinks on, the whole thing, and just let it run until there was no water left. And then you turned it back on, and it still, still have it. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Bob Vila. I read that article. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't. I read that I exact sure you did it right. Did you I do know. it at the lowest? Yes. I like. I, is there a basement? I'm not an idiot. I yes, yes. That's actually where the main, the water main is, is in my basement. I'm sure it is. And so I turned it off, ran all the shit. Turned it back on and ran the shit in the opposite direction or whatever whatever it said to do. I, I did it. I'm considering trying that again just for shits and giggles, but I feel like this is a potentially a bigger issue than that. And just resetting it's not gonna work. Like it's it would still eventually come back. It might be. It looks like they're pretty easy to install. I agree. And if I had access to it, I would have done that a long time ago. I no, you have access to it. Okay. You've been to my house. You helped me figure <laughs> where that access point is from the one time you were at my house and took the quick tour. And you, I think you can install it basically right at, I don't know, I have to read up on this, but I think you can install it like. At the main? I don't think so. Or there's probably a way to access your um, your shower thing. Is there, what's on the other side of your bathroom? It's a closet. And there's no access panel on the back of that? There's no panel. Mm. And I've watched videos of people in, you know, houses older than mine. And I can see, I'm like, okay, definitely a panel there. I get it. Um, But yeah. Now. What floor is that on? Third floor. Top floor. Is there, what's underneath it? Directly underneath that shower is the guest bathroom on the main, on the, what I call the main floor. The first floor. There's a panel there. It's, there's, I would check one of the other bathrooms and see if there's a panel. Because since the bathrooms are typically stacked, you can probably access it lower. They might have only put it on one of the lower floors. I don't know. Right. It's hard to know without seeing your house. I'll send you a schematic. You can take a peek <laughs> of my house. Actually, that's not true. You. Hang on. I think I think that's inaccurate. I think directly beneath that bathroom is the laundry room. That makes more sense. But there's no panel there. 
I mean, uh, but I know where those I know where those 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 pipes go, and like I can you can follow them kind of in your mind, and and see where they come out into the basement into the water heater area. So, if in fact you're saying you can put it anywhere, which was not my understanding when I originally researched this, then yeah, there probably is a place I could put it. But I think it needs to be closer to where the issue is, is, is arising. And that's why it's been an issue for me. is because I can't access anything up there on that top floor. But I'll fuck with it. I'll figure it out. All right. From home improvement to a topic that I don't even know why it's on this list, but we talked about it last week, I guess. So... Are you looking to top shot? No. It's not Top Shot. You wanted to talk about movies releasing duo, like theaters and then Hulu slash HBO Max. Or was that that me? And also superhero movies. I don't know. I made a note for this week's show (laughs) that this is something we were going to talk about. And now we definitely could have mentioned that. I don't remember. So I think, oh, I know what it was. Because I I said that that, uh, Jamie and I talked about it, about how she's like, it's not going to. What is wrong with your fucking finger? You keep looking at it in the light. Do you have a paper cut? I, uh, well, I don't have any light because I blew the fuse. Oh, right. I think I embedded something into my finger, like some sort of foreign object, like a splinter or something. Well, that was stupid. Not not, not purposefully. No. And it's like, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you, if you shove a splinter into your finger unintentionally, it's at some point life. your body will, no, no, your body will oh, push it push out. Oh, it'll push it out. Yeah, no, sure, and of course. It, it's definitely getting like bigger. I mean, it's been in there for months and I thought it, at first I was like, Oh, I got a little scar there, but something's coming out and it's sensitive, but it's not, it's not at the point where it's going to like explode something out of my finger, which if yeah. you've ever had that happen, it's pretty awesome. Cause it like shoots it out a lot of times. Um, this is one of the advantages it. of being a type one diabetic. You should have at least one syringe in your house. So you can just no, I have something it. I could cut it open, but I think it's oh. bigger. I think if I do that, it's going to be like a bloody mess. Really what do you suspect that. that it is? Were you using? I don't remember. I tools. I did something. Yeah, I was. I think I was maybe building the girls' swing set or something, and I got a splinter in there. I don't really remember. I just mm. remember something happened. I was like, oh, I, th- I thought it was out because it. You know, when you get a splinter and you pull it out, you have like a cut or whatever there. Yeah, it's hard to tell. But I clearly did not get it. Like, it's hard to tell if it's all out or not. But it, right. clearly there's something in my finger that wants to come out, but it's not at the point to evacuate itself yet. Is it alive? Is it moving? Uh, no. Okay. It's pretty static. It's probably a good thing. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, we were talking about Can the... Can we take a quick break? Can we take a quick break so I can go flip the breaker on this thing, make sure it's not yeah. broken? go for it. I'll just All keep right, going. I'm going to leave it running. Okay. okay. Yeah. So Ty's going to try to fix his surge protector situation. While he does that, we'll do a quick commercial. Um, Todd, as I mentioned, was eating Sweet Tarts candy. And I, as I mentioned, am eating Brock's candy. Huge fan of Valentine's candy here on the show. Also a huge fan of Easter candy which is upcoming with the Reese's eggs, whole bunch of, you know, variety of candies that are, uh, they're an egg shape, egg form, um, be they chocolate or, you know, non-chocolate fruity flavors, or even the Necco type things, Necco or Brock's types things, which are more, um, 
uh, you know, like chalky, as I mentioned earlier. So very excited about the potential for that. Um, we'll see what we can do. I, I asked Ty, but I never actually told my full story. I did not go back on the 15th to look for the deals because, as I mentioned, the selection certainly at Target was abysmal, but the selection even at my local Safeway was bad enough that I was like, there's no need for me to go back the next day and get more, try to get more candy. Um, but I will admit that in the past, certainly when I was in my 20s and even probably most of my 30s, I will absolutely go back November 1st or February 15th to uh, procure the heavily discounted 50% or more off candy because I do find it to be delicious. And um, there's nothing more delicious in my mind than a lower price. You know what I'm saying? So I absolutely will, will go back and take advantage of those sales. Um, it just, you just have to, I mean, nowadays, at least around here where I live, you just have to find places that, that have it, that actually have the, the stock. Um, and I think what most places are doing nowadays, most grocery stores, Target, places like that, is that, you know, October 29th, February 12th, days like that, they'll just stop stocking it. And that way they'll, you know, they try as best they can to kind of run out right at the last second so that they don't have any carryover. They don't have any, any backdated stock that they have to, you know, try to put out there the next year. Hopefully they wouldn't do that, but I'm sure a lot of places do because it ain't produce. It's, it's bags of, of candy in the case of what we're talking about now. It's like it, I don't think it truly goes bad within 12 months. It's probably got a 24-month shelf life. So, um, so yeah, I think that's what a lot of places are doing. And it looks like Todd's back with us here on the program. He can't Hello. hear us, apparently. Yes, he can. No, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? Oh, boy. Not, oh, okay. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes. Hello. Yes, I can hear Hello. you. Hello. You can't hear can me. Can you not hear me? No, I, I can hear you, yes. Yes, I can. I can hear you. And this is the technical difficulties Scott? that happen. I can hear you, yes. Hello, 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 hello. I can hear you. I yes, can hear you can you. hear me? Yes. What? Why can't I hear you? I don't know. Are you talking? I am talking. You're not yes. saying anything. I'm saying a lot of things. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right, so. See, this is just like the fourth wall that we have here. We're kind of... Peeling back the curtain on the show, letting you people know that, you know, it doesn't always go smoothly. You can't just necessarily plug in some stuff and have a clean show without any issues. There's going to be technical difficulties. You're going to have some problems. And talk again. And that's just how this works. Sometimes you have technical difficulties and it's tough to solve that's them. Weird. I can't hear you at all here. I'm gonna that's hang bizarre. Up. Okay. Todd's going to hang up and he's going to call me back. And we'll see if that solves the problem. I'm going to readjust my uh, microphone slash speaker there. Feels like I have an incoming call here. Any minute. Maybe. Let's see. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, while we're waiting to fix this, um, this issue here. Sorry, I'm pressing the button. It is hard to multitask, too, when things get, uh, get effed up, as it were. Um... Let's hear from you folks. What's your favorite candy? Valentine's candy. I feel like that's kind of becoming the, the, the theme of the podcast. 
for at least four or five months out of the year. What's your favorite candy? What's your favorite Halloween candy? What's your favorite Valentine's Day candy? What's your favorite Easter candy? What's your favorite um, July 4th candy? What's your favorite candy for every major holiday? It seems like that's the theme of the show of late. Okay. You've been talking the whole time. I've been talking the whole time, mostly about candy. So I think I blew my power strip. Okay. That happens. That's what they're for. It rarely happens, but that's why you have them. Yeah, I know. I'm just surprised that it, like, it's weird because it still lights up, like the little switch, but the uh, plugs are clearly not working. Hmm. And when well, I plug, I mean, it's probably 20 years old, so it's it's fine. I mean, the four ninety nine that you paid for, you probably got your money's worth. <laughs> 25 cents a year. I feel like that's a pretty good deal. Um, anyway, all right. So enough babbling by me. What are your thoughts? And you can pick either one on the the dual release in theaters and on Hulu slash HBO Max, those types of services. Wait, is something is a real movie coming out on Hulu? I don't know. I just put Hulu. Oh, I know HBO Max is doing the simultaneous releases with all the. That's what we were yeah, talking about. We were talking think, about all the comic book movies last time. Yeah, well, Disney Plus is doing it too, but I haven't seen anything on Hulu. It's oh, okay. just like, they don't. I, I feel like it's more premium than Hulu. Not I like Hulu. I don't have anything right. against it. I'm just. I, I you know what I do feel that I saw. A I think Hulu is Hulu is doing one. I, I don't remember what it is. Maybe they are. I don't know. More of an indie type film, maybe that feels like the Hulu way. But um, does it? I don't know. To me, it does. Uh, so what what are your thoughts on it? Do you like it? Do you think it's just a necessary on the dual evil? release? On the dual release. Um, I mean, I think it's oh, currently a yeah. necessary evil. I feel yes. like it'll go away. Once people are back in theaters. Once recruit. Um, sorry. <laughs> Looking at my phone. Once. Uh... Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> What's Once recruiter? Are... Sorry. <laughs> recruiter. Kruger. Once uh, theaters are open again, I feel like that'll. Be gone. But, and forgive us if we talked about I mean, this maybe time. not. I don't yeah. know. The whole thing, like, I heard something. Who was I talking to? Somebody was saying, uh, I think it was a, a a friend. I hope so. Um, talking to strangers. Who, share, who shares a, uh, his daughter is also in kindergarten with okay. my daughter. Gotcha. Um, they're not in the same class, but same grade. Whatever. Anyway. Um, and I think he, he was, he was reading something in the New York Times or something that was saying, they didn't expect they they were expecting things to return to normal, quote unquote, in like five years. And I was like, what the fuck? Seriously? I read I read that article. It was actually seven years, but it had an five international. Five seven, I think, is what he it said. It had an international slant to it. It was just yeah shock journalism. And the I was po- like, this is the point. Well, the point was like, even if all of the thing that he told me as a follow up was, yeah. it was sort of like financial markets. And he's like, even if uh, the United States gets people vaccinated in the next six months to the year or whatever. Yep. I read the same article. It's not the whole world. And since this disease spreads very quickly, like the problem won't be over anyway. Yep. Um, so I I guess the, the dual release, like I don't mind it. Um, I, it it feels like if we continue this, when theaters are open and again, we're just asking to kill theaters. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe that doesn't matter. I, I mean, I don't go to many movies, but I really like going to movies. I'd like to go to more movies, but it's just been a yeah, thing of kids, kids and my wife's 
generally not interested in going to the movies, but um, sure. one out of four wanting to go. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my kids like to go to the movies. Well, too, actually. but to particular, yeah, to, to, to more adult movies, I'm saying one out of the four of you wants more to, to get movie. more to eat candy than to actually, of go course, to the movies, but candy. And um, <laughs> oh no. My younger daughter hates popcorn for some reason. It's the weirdest oh, fucking okay. thing. That is weird. I'm like, this is salty and has butter on it. Why do you not like this? But like the smell of popcorn, she's like, get it away from me. Yuck. Popcorn. She'll start punching you if you bring popcorn toward her. It's very weird. Uh, I wish I were kidding about that it. part, but I definitely am not. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I guess so that's my sort of hesitation against it is I don't like the idea of sort of killing theaters, which it right. feels like it will be. I know people like watching movies at home, and I like watching movies at home too. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I, the the streaming thing has definitely shifted things more towards series than movies. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't watch many movies. Very rare. It's funny because it's. I'm like, ah, I don't want to sit down for two hours, but I will stream a show and be like, you want to watch another episode? And then we might watch like three hours of a show. Right. But like two hours of a movie for some reason is like too long a commitment. I don't know. It's the built in breaks. That's why. And, 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 and look, yes, I, the, the, the movies that we have watched recently with the one exception being the never ending story that we watched a couple weeks ago does not hold up, um, have been like documentaries. Like I love documentaries. I watch documentaries fucking all day long for a living. If someone would pay me to do it. Um, but, but, but yeah, the and I, I guess thinking even more about it, the only other one that I can think of that Jamie and I have watched in the past six months was that Disney Plus movie called Safety that was about the Clemson football player. But but again, the the crux of the issue here is that it's, it's two things, I think. It's the convenience, uh, in terms of people watching movies from home, it's the convenience of being able to stop the movie go to the bathroom, get additional popcorn, get food, whatever. But also, and I'm not really one of these people, and I don't think you guys are either, but also at least people now have the ability to really jack up their home theater setups. And sure, there's still the experience of going to the movies and with a family of four paying $120 for tickets and snacks to watch a movie. But if you can do all that in your home with the same twenty dollars, no one's paying one hundred twenty. Yeah, if you got a you got a family of five, it's fifteen bucks a ticket plus the ridiculous cost of concessions. I'm just saying. Anyway, I, I, you know, I could see people wanting to avoid that by plunking down four or five grand one time for a dope ass home. I, I lived with a man who did that exact thing. He has an amazing system, and he has more movies than anyone could ever watch in their lifetime. I am living proof. I was never able to watch all of them. So with the with with that being a more popular thing, I think that's another issue that the theaters are facing. And maybe long term, maybe long term, they're hoping that this dual release stuff will cater strictly to the cinephiles who have that home stereo, have that home system and everyone else will be going back to the theater. But that way, at least they're getting some piece of that market before it goes to DVD. Yeah, but they they're not getting any money off of that. I mean, the people presumably no one's, I guess maybe some people are signing up for movies. That seems unlikely. Right. Um, the theaters I mean, aren't getting I, money, I but think, the movie, the studios are getting money is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, I, well, sort of. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I watch it on Disney Plus and I'm already a subscriber, they're not getting any more money. From I feel me. like they are. Disney Plus must be paying them, much in the same way that Netflix pays. Well, I think for their movies, all the Disney, what... all the movies that are premiering on Disney Plus are properties of Disney. Yeah, the premiere. Yeah, you're right. I, I was thinking more. Now somebody might be paying, later. like the whoever owns the uh, the DC Comics universe. I don't. Yeah. I assume there's either a partnership or it's owned by HBO or whoever owns HBO owns DC or whatever the fuck it is. You know, there's sure. all the mega Some corporations. It's hard to hard to keep up. So maybe they're paying uh, HBO some sort of fee to stream it on their thing, or maybe HBO is paying them. I would assume HBO would be paying them some money to stream it on HBO. Probably. Because yes. yes, all the all the streaming things just want more subs. So if there's fans of the DC universe, seems I'm sure there are fans, but not not the same way there are of the Marvel universe. Marvel. I, yeah. I don't think so. But anyway, but so if they if they can add I don't know, twenty thousand Five thousand. Yeah. There's a number. There's a formula. Yeah. Whatever the number is, subscribers by adding these premieres, people that wanted wanted to see Wonder Woman eighty four before they heard it sucked and then decided they didn't want to see it. I didn't watch it, but <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard it sucked, so I didn't watch. That's why I didn't too. watch it. I was like, oh, we can watch this after Christmas, and then everybody's like, this movie's terrible. I was like, yeah, never mind. It, yeah. I I could fucking watch it for free, and I was like, eh. yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Like. That's what I don't like. Like that's just cheapening movies even more. Yeah. I see a review and I'm like, this movie sucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna see that. Now, would I have seen it in the theater? That movie, probably not. I saw the first one. It was pretty good. Okay. The first Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Um, partially because it had a lot of buzz about how it was a a strong female heroine character, and it was like good for the comic book sort of not. Not sure. Marvel, but just comic books, movies in general, to have to like step away from men a more diverse audience, whatever. Yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. Um, and I enjoyed the movie. Um, like I said, I heard eighty four sucked, so I didn't watch it. Right. But um, uh, it, it's just I don't know. It's it feels like a slippery slope. And I I guess what you were saying about people with home theaters, I the as I said, streaming services only want to get more people signed up so i don't mm-hmm. think it's really a way for to keep this it's not giving the studios any more money there unless the streaming networks are paying the studios which they probably are or would be if you have a, if it's not just like disney if they're not owned by the same whatever, corporation yeah, yeah um, sure. they're going to be paying more they might be paying paying the movie maker something but right um i mean people are making movies that are going Straight to video. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Are they making movies that are going straight to Netflix? They definitely are making like. I mean, Netflix has mid, a studio. Mid tier movies. Yeah. Amazon Prime has a studio. <clears throat> you know. Yeah, but that. I mean, Amazon was making movies before Amazon Prime Video. Right. Was right. really a thing. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it was a thing, but not, not as robust as it is now. Well, yeah. Everything so that Amazon was kind of a grown. separate issue. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they, they were making movies before, and like they did that sort of uh, the one with Casey Affleck. I don't remember what it was, but I think they won an Oscar. It was probably like, uh, I want to say it was five years ago, so it was probably like 15 years ago. No, I remember that. (laughs) And I would have said five years ago too, but you're probably right. It was probably at least a decade ago. Uh, So, yeah, I don't don't know. I'm, 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 
I'm okay with the dual release now. I hope it's more of a COVID thing. Right. I, I mean, I could st- like Disney plus did a Mulan okay. and they had a thing. This is the other thing I didn't like. They released it like a month early and you could pay, you, you couldn't get it just as a Disney plus subscriber. You could play pay a premium, like 20 bucks to see it for that first month. And then it yeah, came yeah. later to Disney plus for everybody. So I don't want to have another, I mean, I'm sure it's inevitable, but I don't like this idea of having a surcharge on top of something that you're already paying for, for exclusive content. That's another pay source. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But why they would not do that. I don't know. That's a reality. Now, I don't know. I think think you, I think you can't, I think there's a, there's a tipping point there. Like if, if Netflix was like, if you want to see stranger things when it releases in July, you got to pay $25 or you can wait until August and see it. Then like maybe people do it for a show like stranger things that people are really into and they stream the whole season and a weekend or whatever. But if you start like, you can only do that with a few properties and then people are gonna be like, fuck this shit. Why I'm already paying you. Why do I have to pay you more to see Bridgerton season two a a month earlier before everybody else or whatever. I think that gets old. Yeah. And it's already getting to the point of, uh, where there's so many streaming networks. Like, I don't know if you saw this, there's like Paramount plus or something. Oh yeah. I see ads for that all the time. Yeah. There are lots of ads. Discovery plus discovery channel. And it's like, I was, I was listening to the watch podcast. I don't know if you ever listened to that. It's, it's like an entertainment thing on the ringer podcast network. And they were saying like, I don't think people think of like Paramount doesn't mean anything to people. Like they know it as a company that makes movies and like it's a big entertainment something, but they like, and they have, they, I think that Paramount plus is part of CBS. So they have a lot of CBS properties and stuff, Yep, that's right. but like the name doesn't really mean anything. So it's weird that it exists in that format. Yeah. I mean, and then just like how many streaming services are you going to, are people going to sign up for? Like that's the thing it's getting, it's getting to the point where it's worse than cable which was always my thing i'm like well people are just there's going to be basically cable packages for streaming services you pay a hundred dollars a month you get netflix amazon hulu or whatever you know what i mean sure. to package it up just it's as like peacock well, fucking different i get though. peacock with my cable package which has all the office episodes which is crucial for a yeah. lot of people now that's um, off netflix yeah i uh <laughs> i I need our father to like do it through his TV for me to have that access, but I haven't. Right. I'm like, this is going to be too hard to explain to him to try and get him to, to access it. So I haven't done it yet. Because it's like, talk to your remote and tell it to play Peacock. And then if you want to do it on an offline device or like enter this code. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, it's way too many steps. It's complicated. <laughs> um, Next time I visit him, I'll just do it. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. Password. Yeah, set it up. <laughs> Should have done that last month or two months ago. Um, but what, what I was starting to say, and we kind of moved past it now, but um, I, I assume you watched it. The 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 shining example of this was a movie that came out this past summer called Trolls World Tour, which I didn't see for obvious reasons. I'm assuming you did because you have two young daughters. Yep. That thing made we over $200 million in rentals. Like that's a blockbuster hit for a movie released in theaters. And it was never released in theaters because this was mid pandemic. We paid $25 to rent it for two days. I think that's crazy. But again, like that, but that's cheaper than four tickets to a theater. 
Yeah, we wanted a new movie. The girls liked the first Trolls movie. Yeah. We wanted, or maybe it was $20, because I think we we paid $20 to rent that when you could pay 25 to own it. Gotcha. And then the new Scooby-Doo movie came out, and we decided to buy it, because it was only $5 more. I was like, oh, the girls are watching again. They never did, and now it's available on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> paid for this shit for no reason. And that's how <laughs> they get you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was like, well, if we, if we went to see this movie, um, it would be more than $20. Yeah. It's a movie like for the four of us, the girls will watch it. it the weird thing was it was like $20, but you can only watch it once. If you stopped it, you could watch, I think you could only watch it one time. That's crazy. Or maybe you could watch it as many times as you want in 24 hour period or 48 hour period. I would think like, so. Yeah. That seems right. Most people aren't going to rewatch a movie they just watched. Yeah, but kids will. Um, I think that's one of the reasons this worked. Young kids have been yeah, known to watch. I, I don't even young kids need like a day or two to rewatch it. That's like, fair. That's why it's forty eight hours. If you if you had like a week or two, you might watch it a couple times. Yeah. But like in two days. But anyway, um, it was it was at that point where it felt like a long time in the pandemic, even though it hadn't been. It had only been like a few months. Mm-hmm. Now, if they put that movie out, I bet they'd do even better because people would be like, I got to fucking do something. Right. Like, right. I, I've lately been feeling like I'm going insane. Right. Being unemployed. I don't talk to anybody but you and our friends occasionally. Mm-hmm. I don't interact with other adults. I'm just with my kids all day and my family. I'm fucking going insane. <laughs> I need some, like, other stimulus in my life. Right. So... Uh, not that the Trolls World Tour would be that, but I, I think like other movies, like I kind of wanted to see Tenet and then I just heard it was like a little too confusing. So yeah, I, like, I heard it was good, but not the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was trying to be like the let's welcome Maybe a notch back. down from Christer, Christopher Nolan, complete confusion. Like sure. there's just like mid confusion. Yeah, somewhere then between. I might be more into it, but. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so I don't know. Now. Again, trying to stay on topic here. Another thing that I heard just today, and it actually inflated the stock price, which pissed me off because I'm shorting this company currently, but is that there was a rumor. AMC. Yeah, there was a rumor a couple months ago that AMC was going to be bought by Amazon. Yeah, I heard that rumor. Which is kind of part and parcel with what you were saying earlier about it's one big conglomeration owning these things. If Amazon owns it and they own AMC then whether you're going to the theater and watching it or going to Amazon or Amazon Prime and watching it, Jeff Bezos is making money. So, like... Yeah, and, like, the Amazon Studios movies are going to be in of course. theater one and two, yeah. and then, like, the, the Disney-owned the properties are going to be in the... Well, maybe not. I mean, they got to make money, too, so maybe that's not the deal. But they could definitely promote their movies more heavily. They, they get, They're saving money, and, like, they can project them... They could have like, uh, like whatever that movie is that we couldn't remember with the Affleck boy. They could show that. They could show. They could show that. It's Ben's younger like brother. Isn't him the Affleck boy? <laughs> they could, Casey Affleck. They could show yes. his movie on the uh, the movie about death or whatever on theater ten, even though it's somewhere between five and twenty five years old. Right. They could they could rescreen those old Amazon properties like in the theaters yeah. and still make ticket yeah. sales basically cost them nothing. They could somehow sell um, Amazon shit in the theaters. I'm sure they'd obviously oh, do yeah. that. They'd There's figure out Amazon a way to do kiosks. It. You could yeah. uh if you sign up for Prime you get early access yeah. probably. You get better seats. Like seating. There's I mean there's tons of 
like tie-ins. I know like once they bought a uh, Whole Foods, like if you're a Prime oh, yeah. member, you get discounts at Whole Foods. So maybe yep. if you're a Prime member, you get uh, concession discounts. It's only forty-five dollars for a bucket of popcorn right. if you're a Prime member versus bottomless $145. Yes. Uh, yeah, or bottomless for the for the thing. <laughs> Free refills on medium and above instead of like just the large and extra large oh, where man. you fucking gorge yourself to, to like have some more popcorn. Feels, I mean, feels uh, like a personal and experience. That's, and that's another that drives more of their prime subscribers. Of course. So, potentially. So yeah, uh, right. I mean, it's all those things are the opportunities are endless. Ways By the way, to make more and more money. Just to clarify so that we stop talking like idiots. Casey Affleck. What, what'd you call him? The Casey kid, <laughs> the, the kid Affleck boy, the Affleck boy <laughs> is 45 years old. Is older than either one of us. Uh, born in 1975. Also, the movie is Manchester by the Sea. Yes. And it what year did, it come did out? come out five years ago in 2016. Yeah. We were both right. I'm shocked. Nice. I sensed it, the, but knew I was wrong when I sensed it. But I was actually right. And so honestly, I was like, it came out about five years ago. But when I, as, as soon as I said that, I was like, it could have been yeah, 2008. <laughs> could have been like <laughs> for sure, 110 percent. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, it's, it's, so yes, they could show man, they could rescreen, re-release into theaters, Manchester yes. by the sea and they should. In theater 10 for the people that missed it the first time or the re like reunite with this classic movie that won an Academy award. I don't remember if it did. I feel like it did. It did. Um, I already closed that window, but it did. uh, in theater 10, you know what I mean? Like yeah. see, the, see the best movies from five years ago every month that you miss the right. first time in the theater. Right. Cause you're like, eh, I don't, I don't really want to watch another Marvel movie or I'm looking for something a little different. That's it's an right. artier. You know what I mean? Like you could do, yeah, you could do that with wider theaters. selection. And again, all the, all the prime t- uh, tie ins we talked about, like early access discounts. To so many tie ins, like all that stuff, like or case, with all, with yeah. all the stuff that Amazon, I'm sorry, this is really interesting to me now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Like maybe you just uh, they have just a reader that you can uh, buy it on your Amazon app. Just swipe the QR code and go in. You don't have to buy a ticket. You don't have to talk to anybody. Oh, they won't be having fucking tickets if it's an Amazon place. They also you sh- you could order your your um, your concessions ahead of time, too. And you'll probably walk through like a like a, a QR screening thing. You don't have to turn your phone on. It would know that it's you. And then yeah, yeah. you have a number and you would go pick up your food that you've already paid for. Drones flying around the theater, dropping popcorn. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> you need a refill. Heads up. Here we go. <laughs> they just crank the sound up so loud. You can't even hear the drones. Just fucking everyone's deaf and there's shit flying around. On a everywhere. Friday night, it's just pure mayhem. Yeah. There's just drones all over the place. Popcorn's flying everywhere. Drinks are getting spilled on bitches that weren't expecting. I mean, it's, all of this is possible, right? Yeah. 100%. It's all possible. Um, just to clarify further, Casey Affleck, 45 years old, went to George Washington university. Interestingly, Wait, enough. how the fuck old is Ben or Ben's 48, yeah, ben Affleck. Ben's 48. Um, Jesus. Casey for his role as Lee Chandler in Manchester by the sea, won critics choice award, award, award wow. Critics choice blah, 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 award, blah, 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 blah. golden globe, a BAFTA and the Academy award for best actor. And he also got a Screen Actors Guild nomination, but did not win. 
So congrats to Casey. Good work. Never saw the film. Heard it was great. Yeah, I didn't see it either. I heard it was super fucking depressing, though. That too. Seems like an Affleck choice. Those fuck that fucking Affleck kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always that, making that the little Affleck. <laughs> yeah, tiny Affleck, as I remember calling him when I was ten years his his senior. Um, I think he was in Goodwill Hunting too. I heard the other day, which I did not realize. You heard that the other day? Do you often have yes, conversations? I think he was on a podcast with Simmons. Okay, yeah, he was. He played Morgan O'Malley. I don't think I've ever seen Goodwill Hunting, but there you go. What? Really? Really? He was also in Chasing I Amy. You're a little younger than me. That was like quintessential. Goodwill Hunting was super big. I feel like when I was in high school, so or yeah, whenever it came out, it come yeah, out. Yeah, I was like more of a rounders guy. Uh, Goodwill Hunting was ninety-seven. Oh shit! And I was I so you were not in high school. College, I was in high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, American Pie. He was in a bunch of shit. Ocean's Eleven. American Pie Two. Yeah, I know. He, he was. See. He was one of the. Uh, he was. He he was the uh, revolutionary guy. He with uh, James Conn's boy. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. But the, they're like the two sort of knucklehead guys. <laughs> Notions Eleven. What's this? What is? What's the young Con? I'm I'm looking for it right now. James Conn's boy. He's like a Scott, real dude, bro. Looking, Scott Conn. Scott Conn. He's a total dude, bro. If they made a movie called he's got Dude the Bro, he would pompadour. He does. He's got. He has like no neck. He's like his head just yeah, goes into his five shoulders. Foot like three. Yeah. I mean, good looking guy, but he definitely. Oh, sure. He's like, getting. He's doing work. It, it, he's definitely the. If you look up Dude Bro in the dictionary, it's just like his face right there. I don't think I ever realized that he was James Conn's son. Five foot. Hang, hang, hang on. That, how how tall did you say he was? Five three. No, he's, he is five like five, five though. Six. Five five. Yeah, he's he's definitely a short dude. That's crazy. That is crazy. He's a black belt in Brazilian jiu jitsu. So you better stop talking shit about him. Call him the con sure kid. Kick my ass. The con boy. How old's he? The con boy. He's your age. He's your age. Okay. So Casey's age. Yeah. A little younger. A little younger than Casey. Um. Anyway. How did we get off on Scott Connells? Oh, because we were talking about Casey God. Affleck movies for some fucking reason. This is the most Affleck convers the most Affleck talk we've ever had on this podcast. I'm not happy about oh, man. That um, might be it. So yeah, the Amazon AMC thing, that was the other point I was gonna make. And then I also had on here to talk about superhero movies, but I think we talked about that too. Because you were going off was this after the podcast? Or was this at the very end of the podcast? You were talking about the I think it was at the very end. You were talking about DC versus Marvel. And I was just like, I'm not listening anymore. It was like an hour and 35 into the podcast, so I wasn't paying any attention. I honestly don't remember talking about that, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. Um, but I, I think it was I just... A, t- we were looking at the Top Shot highlights and got... I hope you cut some of that out, because I'm sure that was a little boring. Motherfucker, I don't do any editing. If we talk about pop, NBA <laughs> Top Shot for 45 minutes, which we did, NBA Top Shot 45 minutes where the conversation stays in the podcast. The people need to know the truth. I don't edit. I thought you would just be like, and we talked a little bit more about Top Shot for I mean, the next 30 I, minutes. In but retrospect. It's been great having you with us and like cut to the end. In retrospect, That's what I could have done. done. All right, next time. <laughs> next time, feel free to just slice off the end if we're talking about something stupid. It's funny. I asked, who was it that I was talking to? After that conversation, I did ask somebody about it if they'd ever heard of it, and they said no. It was somebody that I think should have known. I can't remember to think about that. Anyway. 
So um, I guess there's a big article yeah. on ESPN. Windhorst wrote an article. I haven't read it yet about NBA Top Shot oh, and sort of the. We're gonna talk about it again. I'm not editing this no, no, out. No, no, so I'm let's just, keep it I'm just okay. saying, like, okay. if 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 anyone's interested, Brian Windhorst has written an article. It talks about the the benefits, the pitfalls, and all the sort yeah. of goings on, and how how it's sort of gaining traction in the uh, crypto sure. currency stuff space. Yeah. That so I was listening to another basketball podcast and they were mentioning it. And they were talking the it was Kevin O'Connor talking about how he he's like, you know, I also own basketball cards, but and I've sold some on eBay, but he's like, I'm always worried on eBay that if I you know, I ship this cardboard thing to somebody, they're gonna be Me like too. Got damaged or whatever. Huh? Yeah. Me too. I have that What'd same fear. When we were talking when we were talking about PSA oh, yeah, a couple about weeks ago, I was worried selling about cards, selling yeah. It. Yeah. It got damaged or this is bullshit, like and yeah. um that you're that uh, there's going to be fraud basically, and with this, it all the the highlights in the blockchain that can't happen because of course, first of all, it's not a, it's not a real thing, and it's all like digitally <laughs> encrypted. So <laughs> you're 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 speaking the the way many people feel about cryptocurrency in general, including Bitcoin. It's not real. Well, I mean, it, it isn't a re- there's no fun tangible thing. Fungible, yeah. We about to say fungible, a non-fungible token. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, money's a little different because, like, my money isn't like I'm never going to pull out whatever five, fifty thousand, whatever dollars, and have it like in my. But you house. could in cash if you wanted to. Yeah, I could. If I, you're like I your also in-laws, probably, you could. You could do that with <laughs> Bitcoin too, right? Like you. Could yeah, of course, I could convert it to it USC. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like. So that feels less weird than like saying I own a a trading card, which is not exactly what the Top Shot is, but no, not at all. It's 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 sort of a hybrid between the two. By the way, let me interrupt real quick. Collect- listen, listen to last week's podcast if you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about. I believe it was <laughs> the, the the February 10th episode where we spent way too long talking about this. Okay, go ahead. So I yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's still it's still weird. I didn't know if. If you had thought any more, read anything else about it? I had not because I, even though I am invested in and interested in cryptocurrencies, while I know this is somewhat different, it just is not. The prices make no sense. The marketplace doesn't seem real, not realistic. It doesn't seem um, stable. It definitely doesn't seem stable. And it, <laughs> and again, not to rehash what we talked about last week, but there were. There were clips that were a couple hundred dollars, and there was one. There were several that were quarter a quarter million dollars. I don't see any justification for those prices. Bitcoin right now is fifty one thousand dollars. A lot of people think that's ridiculous, but there's millions of yeah. people trading it back and forth, and it's worked its way up to that price. I feel like there's the, millions of people trading Top Shot too. Bullshit. There's millions. Bullshit. There's, there's millions. I think there of were. I think there were six million transactions last week or month or something. There. Okay. Fine. Even if it is. I'm not paying a quarter million dollars for a Kevin Durant layup clip that I, I, I have no idea if it's going to be worth a quarter million or a quarter tomorrow. But like, that's just the whole point. It's it's these things have rarity, just like Bitcoin does, like or the values driven up. So it's sort of a it's a it's a cross between a currency mm-hmm. and a highlight. So if there's only a certain amount. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just saying this is worth. It's just like 
this is a token that's worth $250,000. The fact that it, it has a Kevin Durant layup on it, maybe that means something, maybe it doesn't. And I'm saying it doesn't because it's just saying this thing is worth this. You can trade it. They've just sort of assigned a picture to it, if you will. But see, I, I feel that the sexiness of it, the attractiveness of it with those sorts of prices is only realized if if and when someone actually pays that level of a price for that sort of uh, a highlight. And I don't think that's ever happened. I feel like someone acquired that, and I'm making this up. I just use Kevin Durant because he's a well-known basketball player. But I feel like someone paid a couple thousand for that and was like, fuck it, I'm going to put 250000 and just see what happens. I am likely to never get any bids on this, but maybe one day it'll be worth 250 And if not, I'll just hang on to it because I only paid five grand for it. But so that, so uh, again, a marketplace needs both a buyer and a seller. And you're saying there were a million transactions or five million transactions or whatever it is. But I feel like that's all at the lower levels. I feel like these super high prices are just like shock value, but there's no, there's no validity to it because no one, as of yet, no one is so paying those. They've done prices. 85 million in sales since launching in 2019. Okay. What um, what does that mean? What are, what are the sales? So the lar- these are the largest sale prices. A Zion Williamson block sold for a hundred thousand dollars. A LeBron James block sold for a hundred thousand uh, dollars. There's two three other LeBron James highlights, Anthony Davis highlight, and the other four are LeBron highlights. The low the low number being. Fifty thousand and the high being the hundred thousand dollar. Hmm. And again, as we talked about last week, they're 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 no, they're serial numbered. So like right. the hundred thousand dollar one was number one of fifty, and uh, it sold to a big name in the sports speculation world, Jimmy Jeremy Levine or Levine. Sure, he founded Underdog Underdog Sports. And blah, blah, blah. But see, here's the other thing that I don't quite understand when you're talking about the rarity. So let's use that LeBron clip. There's 50 of them. Yeah. I, I, I don't even feel comfortable saying there's 50 of them made. There's 50 of them available. But one, yes. if you watch... Sorry, that's the, the Zion one. Okay, the Zion one. one. 50. The Zion one. LeBron is one of 59. Whatever. The Zion one. I'd rather talk about Zion than LeBron. Anyway. So one of 50. But if you're looking at them at their face, one is exactly the same as 50. So was one released first? Were they all released at the same time? Whether A or B, it doesn't fucking matter. They're all sitting out there. They're all the same. It's not the same as like a baseball card where there were only 100 made and you have one of those 100. I know they're trying to market it in that way, but it's different because... Those are, well, first of all, because you can hold it in your hands. But second of all, they're not all exactly the same. You know, not every Mickey Mantle rookie card is exactly the same. The It can, it can degrade, right? If you threw it in yeah, a shoebox, that's That's, that's what the, the sort of difference is with this, theoretically, is the number one, which sold for $100,000. Right. For whatever reason, is always going to be, It's I guess Cyan is number one, so that helps 
But number one, probably number 25 and number 50 are going to be worth more than number six. Unless Zion signs up with another team and wears jersey number six. Okay, so but you said there will on, there will only be fifty of these ever. Right, they're not going to make. They're more. not making more. I get that, and that's fine. But you, what you said for whatever reason, that's what I want to know. What's the reason? You said the well, number the reason, one for whatever reason. What's the reason? Other than it's his jersey number. Well, I mean, I think people. It's the first one. I mean, that's the that's the collecting side of it. it one isn't it shouldn't be any more valuable than number 13. Right. But if people will pay more for if they'll pay $100,000 for number 1 and $75,000 for number 2, then it's worth it's worth $25,000 more. I was I was worried you weren't going to number 1. That out, but yes. What's that? I was worried you're going to going to stumble <laughs> on the map. That map. But okay. That's good. <laughs> Proud of you. Um yeah, I, I I'm just, I'm not sure. It's just like on. anything else. So it's, it's saying there's, think of it not even as a Zion highlight. Think of it as the super rare one of 50 red Bitcoin. Okay. And they're, they're numbered one to 50. Sure. People will pay more for the number one just because it's the first one. Right. Even though they're all identical. That's... But they're not because this one has the serial number number one. Sure. Terrible example because that's not how it works. But, I see what you're trying to say. I just... but, well, this is. That's how this works. Right. but it, the, the only difference is the, the data point in the blockchain. The numbering is just so arbitrary, I guess is my point. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's not arbitrary. Unless you can tell me that one was, was in fact released first. But I get the impression that one through 50 were all just splashed into the market at the same time. Well, what difference does it make if it's released first? The age doesn't matter. I understand the age of it doesn't matter, but you're saying... As we said, these don't degrade. I'm saying like when you were saying the condition of a sports card, if say right. there's 50 physical Zion rookie cards right. and two of them are in perfect condition, the rest are in, you know, 46 are in very good condition and two are in shit condition. Right. The uh, the value of the perfect condition ones is obviously going to be worth more than the ones that are really good, which are going to be worth more than the ones that are shit. Right. So if you assign, if you say that this number, because sort of collective feeling is that number one is, is going to be the most valuable because the condition's not going to change, then it's always going to be worth more. Yep. I'm not investing. It's stupid. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking dumb. (laughs) Even though they were a proud sponsor of our show last week. I am discouraging everyone says, of our listeners. Says the person who has 1,500 baseball cards or more. First of all, fuck you. Closer to 15,000. But yes, <laughs> that's something I can hold my hand. I'm holding them in my hand right now. In my right hand, I'm holding a stack of my baseball cards. It's that easy. I just reached over and grabbed them. They're there. By the this way. This is ma- mashing your passion for cards with, with your passion for blockchain. Yeah, well. To be fair, I don't have a passion for blockchain. I'm just very happy that Bitcoin is worth as much of it is, but as much as it is. Um, oh fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so I your greed. My, it's not my greed. I made a wise investment. I've tripled my vest, my investment. So I should probably get out, but I'm gonna hang on because why not? Um, two weeks ago on the show, two weeks ago we went through a number of my most prized baseball cards and the screw in cases, very prime. 
we didn't go through all of them that I have in this kind of special sleeve, but I did discover one that was in just a regular case that may be a top two or three valued card for me. The most valuable. Not the most valuable, but top two or three right there with the Magic Johnson card and potentially the David Robinson signature. Who knows? Would you care to guess who it is? It's a it's a basketball card. It's a rookie basketball card. And it's from the same year as that Magic Johnson card, which was, I believe, his second year, the 80-81 season. Do you have any guesses? You're going to get give me any more hints? I will give you a I huge assume it's hint. An all-star caliber caliber player. It's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Rookie card. And I'll give you one huge hint, which will very much narrow it down. No, no, no. I won't give you that one yet. I'll give you this okay. hint. It it's a white guy. Would you say his game is legendary? No. No. But he is a Hall of Famer. And I have no doubt. Like, I, I'm in full Wait, agreement. Wait, he's the same him. year as Magic? He's the same rookie year as Magic? He is one year younger. And Magic. he's a white guy? And he's a white guy. It's obviously not Larry Bird, because you were telling me that one's worth he's, like 20 grand. Yeah, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer? Uh, Hall of Famer still in the game. Not as a player, obviously, but still involved. Still oh, involved is it uh, with basketball? McHale? Kevin McHale. I got a Kevin McHale rookie card. Nice. It's in pretty good shape. How much? How much is that worth? Well, again, theoretically, theoretically, um, I think it was like twenty five hundred bucks. Nice. And again, I'm sure mine's not a ten, but it, it it's pretty good. The borders weren't fucked up. Like the the you know there wasn't any wasn't any pitting or the edges weren't weren't messed up at all. So I was pretty excited to find so that. You only, <clears throat> Here we go. You only have to pay five hundred dollars to have someone tell you it's. Not worth that much. $500? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, I just, I, I could never do that. If, if there was a local place where I could take my cards and have them, you know, evaluated or valued or whatever, I would gladly do that. I would never ship anything, even with insurance. Especially with the way the fucking post office has been working recently. Fuck that. I'm not putting my expensive-ass baseball and basketball cards in the mail. I mean, I know it wouldn't be through USPS more than likely, but it'd be FedEx or something, but... Still, and I would pay the insurance if I ever did. You could do, do USPS. Just put it in one of those hard cases, bubble wrap it, and put it in a box. No, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about it being jostled around because it would be thrown around in the USPS. Obviously, I'm just more worried about it getting just getting Wait, lost. Don't don't slander the postal service. Fucking UPS and FedEx are not any more gentle with their. No, packages. I know that. I know that, but they have better. Like the insurance packages are better. And FedEx is a little different. I think FedEx has a better... Oh, you can you can buy insurance on stuff for understand through that. the Postal Service. I'm not doing it. That's the point. I'm going to drive to Vegas or fly to Vegas <laughs> with my cards and go to PSA on location, drop them off, go gamble for a few days, and then come pick them back up. Case in point, we... Uh, Here we go. We had friends who were went, went on vacation in Maine, and uh, these are friends of my wife's. Lobster? And they forgot something in Maine. I think it was like contacts or something. Okay. And they were staying in a remote place, so my wife had to ship them something. Like she, she's like, get it here as soon as you can. And she sent it next day air or something like that. And it, so it was a guaranteed two days or something. Sure. And it arrived like six days later. Oh, but they reimbursed like half the amount because it did get there. 
but it didn't get there in the time they like the postal service reimbursed her for half the the delivery charge. Hmm. This was recently, I assume, so, in the midst of yes. the issues with the, yeah, the sorting centers. Yeah, I think that probably didn't help. They're probably reimbursing a lot, which is uh, ironic because that'll make them lose more money yeah. and additional billions in the hole in the crapper. Look, the reality is, not to go off on a rant here, because we're 80 minutes in, so we're probably about to wrap up, but the reality is the majority of the mail that I get, let me know if it's the same for you, is either like statements of bills that I already get electronically anyway, junk mail, which is a big portion of it, and then solicitations for you know credit cards or things that I don't want or need. So like if I only get the mail I needed, I could check my mail once a week. I, I check it every day just because I'm out there running, so it's not a big deal. I go right by the mailbox. But, like, there's just so much waste. And I know every piece of mail is paid for. Like, those companies pay for it to send those solicit solicitation things or, or whatever, or even the mailers. But, um, you know, the, just the, the ads. But um, I don't know. I feel like getting mail delivered on the daily... I feel like that doesn't need to be a thing anymore. So much has gone electronic, but I but I feel like nothing has changed in terms of you know the employees and all that. I'm not I'm not in favor of people losing jobs. Don't don't misunderstand me, but I am not also don't in, get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. But I'm also not in favor of just keeping people employed because it's the way we've always done it. Like things have changed. A shit ton of stuff is done well, electronically. I mean, so yes, I think. I mean, we get like. EOBs and shit like that yeah. where we pay all our bills electronically and a lot of our mail is junk but packages and shit like I get way more of those than I ever did before oh yeah 100% some of them some of them are UPS USPS some of UPS some of FedEx right. some of DHL right. so um, I would say that like where the number of letters and general communiques has gone down, the amount of packages has gone way the fuck up, right. um, and are delivered on every day of the week now. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm also. And as a person who likes to purchase records, as we mentioned, did you do the media mail for a record is hard to beat. Three dollars and thirty three cents to send anywhere in the country. Hey now. Discount. Um, yeah, I don't know. And previously, up until the uh, recent like sabotage of the postal service, was a reliable like five, six days mm -hmm. from almost anywhere to my house. Now it's like four days to three weeks, depending right. on what the fuck's going on, where it's coming from, and what it's going through. It it doesn't matter where it's coming from. I had a record shipped to me. From, like, if you drove in the car, it would have taken, like, four and a half hours, but it took, like, three weeks to get here because it went from Ohio or western Pennsylvania right past Baltimore all the way fucking down to Greensboro, North Carolina. Because they shut down the Baltimore Sorting Center and moved it to Greensboro. Sat there for a week doing nothing, hanging out, drinking sweet tea or something. And then finally came back up to Baltimore. I love the visual of a package drinking sweet tea in Greensboro. <laughs> just because. Well, it's just like, what the fuck is it doing there? Like, it's sat there for a week. Yeah. No, I get it. That's funny. And I assume what happened was they were delivering other things because there's an overload of shit. But, um. Yeah. It's super frustrating that, like, 
they sabotage the post office in that way. Yeah, and again, what I was starting to say is I, I, I I'm somewhat hypocritical because I don't know what what the solution is, but I just feel like I feel like things aren't changing as as quickly as they need to. And look, I am amazed at how how um, technology has improved that whole process. The fact that they can just throw a bunch of packages on a conveyor belt and it zips past this thing and it's scanning it like, you know, 10 scans a second or 20 scans a second as packages are zipping through. It's amazing. The fact that I can put a letter in my mailbox and two days later it can be across the country is is fascinating to me. But still, there's, there's just ways to... Uh, to fix the system and and maybe if Amazon so maybe if Amazon buys the post office that would help what do you think they're buying everything no. else Todd doesn't care I don't, I don't think that's a good idea oh, okay I mean I feel like I get my Amazon packages with very very few exceptions pretty quickly and they take a nice picture of my yeah, porch all the time they, they pay they pay to get them there yes they pay do. more they absolutely do and they have deals with, for example, the U.S. Post everybody. Office. Everybody. Yeah. And everybody yeah. else. That's a good point. Anyway. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about COVID this week, but we're already too deep into this. The numbers are, are vastly improving. I'm sure you've been been following along. We can talk about it next week. I have not been. Oh, okay. Um, we can talk about next week. By the way, next week's show will probably be posted a little early because I will be going Ooh. on vacation later <laughs> next week. <laughs> Um, and thanks for the reminder. I'm sure that's not why you're doing that. Uh, track that two is. of the Scotty J album dropping this Sunday. Wait, does it have a name? It does. Like Dirty Undies or something? It does have a name. What'd you say? Dirty Undies? No, it's not Dirty Undies. <laughs> Dirty Undies. <laughs> Clean Undies? It's one of two things. I'll get your opinion real fast and, we'll, <laughs> and then we'll stop the show. Okay. It's one of two things. The song is about the whole GameStop fiasco. So I'm either going to name it Ooh. GameStop or I'm going to name it GME, which is the stock symbol for GameStop. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like GME is more timely. Yeah. But GameStop probably has a longer shelf. It's evergreen. Because evergreen. Okay, we'll go with GameStop. The, the uh, GME might be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it may be out of business. It might not be a traded a stock in a year. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it will live in infamy. And but. We don't want people to. might not know what the fuck GME means. Yep. You're right. Good point. All right. GameStop it is. So GameStop is, is this month's track. I actually pivoted. I was going to do the Yahtzee song, which I've discussed Pivot. on this pod before. I was going to do the Yahtzee song this Yahtzee. month, but um, went with GameStop because it was just too timely. Had to be done. So that drops this Sunday, probably the day after you're listening to this. For those so what's the, what's the value of GameStop now? What's it at? What's it trading at? Last currently? I checked, it was like 50 bucks, but let me see. And what was it pre the like five bucks Reddit blow up five six bucks so that's still it's a tenfold increase yeah, from what it it's was it's currently right? forty bucks in the last Eightfold in the last bucks. month the lowest it's been was thirty nine which is both kind of now and exactly a month ago its peak that can't be right I know it was higher than that hang on I know it's peak four hundred dollars yeah it was four hundred plus this graph is is off. Okay, so I don't know exactly what it's peak. Oh, here we go. 52-week high, $483. So if you had purchased it when it was five, you would have almost potentially, you could have 100 extra money. Now, you would have had to have gotten out at exactly the right time, blah, 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 blah. But um, 
Even 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 fifty X is pretty good or ten X. Yeah. Let's say you put twenty five hundred bucks in and you got the full hundred X. That's quarter mil. Cool quarter mil for investing in a fucking retail video game store. That's dope as shit. And even again, like you said, even right now, if you've gotten in at five, it's still eight X. That's still sixteen thousand bucks or whatever I said, twenty thousand bucks on a twenty five hundred dollar investment. I'll take it. It's not bad. Not too shabby. So kudos. Not too kudos shabby. Kudos to those of you that were able to get in on that game. I tried. My broker wouldn't let me. Thanks, Fidelity. You anyway, cried or you tried? I tried. I didn't cry. I did have some FOMO going on. I was trying to short it, and I wasn't able to get in, but whatever. That's what it is. Um, okay. So song drops Sunday the 21st, 21st of every month, as we know, 2021. Um early show next week. And then I'm not sure what we're going to do the next week. I might take my microphone to Tahoe and we might record from the, uh, from the timeshare in Tahoe. The only reason I'm thinking of doing that is the poker room is closed three out of seven nights of the week. So I'll be starved for things to do. And so I'm taking my laptop to just like do some work. Because why not? Um, yeah, it's going to be a weird one. It's going to be a weird trip for sure. Restaurants will likely be closed, certainly on the California side. I'm not sure about Nevada. Um, the indoor dining at Tamarack Lodge and other places is currently closed. Fingers are crossed. Oh, really? What do you? How do you eat? I assume they still have the outdoor Outdoors? tables or you just eat like on the lift. Like you bring your shit and just kind of, you know eat a little portion at a time, eat the sandwich, one ride, chips the next ride, which if it's a nice sunny day in Tahoe, as it usually is, no problem. If it's 15 and blowing and snowing, uh, fuck that shit. So I have a feeling just knowing our father, he's just going to quit about one o'clock every day or 1230 and go in and eat the condo. He's been, you've not been skiing with him in a long time, but he just quits a little earlier each, each year, which is fine. Yeah, he's the man's yeah, the man's nearing plus. his 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 third quarter century on the planet, so uh, I get it. But uh, anyway, so we'll figure out those details. You guys don't need to worry. The streak will continue. We will have a podcast for you, um, every week this year, which is what we've been doing for well over a year now. So you can uh, you can count on me. It's just a year. It feels like it's been two years. It's coming up on two years. I'm saying well over a year. The first full year that we did it was 2020. But we did it most of 2019 as well. So we're coming up on two full years. Um, I had to look back on exactly exactly when that streak started. Or the last time we missed it, I guess, is a better way to look at it. But anyway, um, so that's all coming up next week. A lot going on. A lot going on in the next few weeks. Song dropping. Pods coming out on different days. So, you know, just check your feed. The, the content will continue. And I promise you, as best that I can, I can't speak for Todd, we will not be talking about fucking NBA Top Shots next week. Because I'm done with it. I'm done with it. It's dead to me. Okay. All right. They just dropped some new packs, Scott. Could have gotten in on <clears throat> You can listen to that on the after show. Um, I don't know what the link is. <laughs> the after <I'll> show. <laughs> <laughs> we just jabber on about more shit for even longer. So, uh, yeah. Check for that at your local podcast vendor. Anyway. All right. That's it for the show tonight. We appreciate you guys listening. As always. And until next week, everybody. Peace. Peace.